morning, Patriots. Man, do I tell you, I have a special guest this morning with me. Good morning. Good morning, Scott Kesterson. How are you? I'm good. That would be Michelle. Yeah. Hey, this is awesome. You got your coffee and I'm bringing the Jesus. Oh, that's good. I like it. We've got coffee and Jesus going all the time here. I thought we just kind of do some change-ups this week. We've just had, you just always get me, but I figured there's some voices that are probably just as refreshing and just as refreshing. I feel like I, I, I'm refreshed by yeah. my own voice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's perfect. I, I, I am, sometimes I'm refreshed by my own voice. Sometimes I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't know. Really? Because I would think with 18 shows a week, you would find it quite refreshing or you wouldn't do it. <laughs> that sounds so narcissistic, but that's It really okay. does. It is. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Patriots, just a real quick call out to one of our great sponsors in which we always love them to death. And that would be my Patriot Supply. We all know that these psychopathic fools, pedophile elites that run this nation are out here to try to steal everything and destroy. They're taking away our ability to have our own food and they're pushing hard and increasing to control the entire economy. Things are coming. We know they're coming. Things are unstable. We don't know what's going to happen. So don't get yourself caught short. So emergency food supply is critical. You've got to have that part of a full layered emergency food plan. So what you need to do you need to head over, over to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. They've got the three-month emergency food kits there on sale. They're fantastic. They're the best ever. My Patriot Supply is the largest emergency food supplier in the nation. They're, they provide free shipping with every order. You're not going to miss. So head on over to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Get yourself equipped. You need one of those for every member of the family. It's going to, it's just like a insurance program. And that's what it's awesome. It's a real insurance program. It has tangible asset to it rather than just kind of in the in ethereal and whatever that is. So here you go. Hit my Patriot supply and prepare with bards.com for the three month emergency food kit. And away we go. Okay. Let's just dig. What do you got? All right. I got uh first Timothy. Yeah. Chapter one, verse seven for God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or craven or cr- uh, cringing. This is the amplified by the way, uh, or fawning fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and love and of a calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. Do not blush or be ashamed then to testify to and for our Lord, nor of me a prisoner for his sake. But with me, take your share of the suffering to which the preaching of the gospel may expose you and do it in the power of God. I like that. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of times when we're called to give a testimony or we're going through something, it can be very difficult. It exposes us. But... (laughs) <laughs> yes, it does. We have to do it for the gospel's sake. We do. Patriots, I'm just going to be full transparency, and, and I'm just I'm just going to let you know. I mean, I'm really blessed to have these two ladies in my life, and there's more than that. There's times in our life when we hit a wall, and God threw one. Actually, Satan tried to awaken one last night, and it was a pretty heavy-duty thing. And um, we're working through it. It's going to be good, but I'm telling you, it is amazing how fast the devil can attack. You all know me. I've been doing this for four years. Very seldom have I been ambushed like I was ambushed last night. And it went from joy to anger to hatred to fear in one blump. And it just has to do with some stuff in the past that we're going to unleash today. And, um, but I'm telling you, you just got to stay strong. I think that's the bottom line on all of this is I'm blessed to have wise counsel around me and build a wise counsel tribe around you. That's really, 
a key because we can't bear all this alone. It should be no surprise. I was telling myself this morning, like, what an idiot to me. I mean, how, why would you not think that the devil would come at you hard after such an amazing Bards Fest? Right? Yeah, he does it every time. But you know what I would add to that, though? You know what happened, and I, I have no problem, because once you've been through it, then you can testify to it. Mm -hmm. uh, so let me tell everybody what happened on Sunday. You know, um, I have suffered with, you know, anger because my dad was really, really abusive and he used to beat my mom um, and, and my brother. Actually, I have an older half brother and I've been angry with that spirit, his spirit of anger, by the way, not my dad's spirit, but the spirit that tormented him would also torment me and have fits and outbursts of anger. Like when I was a kid, I used to, you know, put holes in the wall and my mom was always having to deal with the landlords. Um, I mean, I'm talking like a little kid, like 12 years old, right? Mm -hmm. And even through into my adulthood, things that should not make you angry, like they would make me so angry. And I used to tell people that I, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Avengers, the new one. And there's a time where, um, uh, where the Hulk is asked, you know, what is his secret from turning into the Hulk? Like, how do you become the Hulk? And he says, well, because I'm always angry. And that was me. Okay. Like underneath of everything with all the joy. I mean, you guys, I don't know how well you guys have gotten to know Leah and I, but I'm a very joyful person. But underneath of that was this constant layer of anger. And it was very difficult to live under. And, you know, a lot of times with our healing, inner healing, we go through layers. Of, and I had gotten through a big giant bulk of it and thought, okay, that's it. I mean, I got it, right? Mm -hmm. But clearly the fruit in my life where I would just snap at Leah when we run late to go places or whatever. Um, the fruit of it was not that showed that I wasn't all the way healed. So on Sunday, um, and this goes to Bards Fest being five days instead of three or four. Right. It went way longer after the baptism. Um, we were playing, praying with Stacy and John. We were praying with Laura Lee. Doc was there for a while. He left. Um, and we had Paul Cantrell and his wife, Christine, and we were just in the glory. And it was, and there's, and, and I think at some point we'll have John and Stacy on to tell that part of the story because I think that's going to be really important. Yeah, it is. Um, we should do it this week. No. Yeah, we can, well, yeah. we can try and do it. Okay. Um, for what Stacy went through, because it was the most, honestly, I've been in ministry for 25 years. I know that sounds silly to say, oh, you started when you're a teenager. No, I really did. Mm -hmm. I've been in ministry for 25 years and I've never seen anything so glorious as what Stacy went through. Did you feel that? Oh, you, it was incredible. I've never experienced anything like that. So the way she came out of that, seeing Jesus and so healed, it was as if someone that had never seen before was seeing. Yeah, it was incredible. To you watch. know? Yeah. And so after that, we're all kind of like, oh, that's great. But God's like, no, I, it's like, but wait, there's more. <laughs> so then. <laughs> oh, trust me. Trust me. This was a night of, let me give you a triple portion. Yeah. It was yeah. triple espresso yeah. or something. I don't <laughs> exactly. even know. Uh, I don't even drink coffee. And so. God took Leah and I separately because we both have our own things that need to be healed. And, it, and the root of it is our dad um, through healing. And, and I was very blessed to have my two brothers, Paul and Scott, there to, to take me through that healing because I have a half brother who's not in my life, who I love more than words. And it's really hard not to have him in my life. And I even have a song that I wrote when I was probably about 19 years old. And it's titled, I Thought That You Would Come To Me. And, oh, wow. uh, and so I, I, I gonna, always, are you going to sing it sometime? I will sing it for you. Yes. Thank you. Um, 
and, and it says, I thought that you would come to me because you and I are family. And, um, and here's the thing, guys, you know, Scott Kesterson has come in and stepped in and he's become a brother to Leah and I, and that's huge, but he's never going to replace the hole that my brother has left. That has to heal on its own. You're just an addition. Mm-hmm. You're something new. Uh, cause we can't replace, we can't fill the holes that we have from other people with other people. We can only fill those with Jesus. But then what Jesus can do is bring something alongside and say, Hey, we've now filled this hole with me. And now I want to give you a blessing. Right. Yeah. And that's really, really powerful. So, um, I was able to confess and say out loud the things, and I'll say before you guys, um, and this is really, really important and very significant for me to say, I, if any of you tune into resistance chicks regularly, you hear Lee and I joke about this because whenever there's something real, you, 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 and you want to seem to be authentic, you let it through. Mm-hmm. And we talk about how Lee and I argue sometimes and, uh, and we do. And I said to you in tears, in, in like the wailing kind of tears, that if you knew how badly I treated Leah, you wouldn't respect me anymore. And, uh, Which was a lie. but felt very true. Mm-hmm. Um, because Leah and I have often thought, and, and it, and I'm not going to say, I'm not going to take all the things off of Leah cause she wouldn't want me to do that. Um, but the anger always stems from me, right? Leah's always the one that, um, I may be totally right in the situation that has made me angry. So she's not always right. That's not what I'm saying. But my reaction to it is always what takes us to the next step. And then what we have found that we are able to do until God brought us this healing is to get in the spirit together and pray and just start literally speaking in tongues together, praying, get, if you visualize, if you visualize us back to back, right. With weapons, Mm -hmm. you know, a gun is the easiest thing to put in your hands, whatever you visualize us back to back fighting off the enemy. That's what we're doing. We're defending each other's back by facing the enemy. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're not face to face because then the enemy can get you. So we found that it works very well. We attack the attack, but at the same time, I'm tired of attacking the attack. I just want to be done with it. And that's what happened on Sunday. And it happens through confession, right? And that's really, really important. Not just to confess to those in your inner circle, not just to confess to yourself. That's, that's very, very important. Um, because I, we, we like to shy away from our own faults. We don't really, we know they're there, but we don't want to look them straight in the eye. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then also to put the blame where it's supposed to, because a lot of times we want to hang on to it. Right. Well, because I treat Leah a certain way, there is a, a, a level of repentance that must needs be. But once I get past that, then I have to go full force on where it came from. Mm-hmm. And that's my dad. And um, it's it, you have to understand, guys, and this is really important. My mom never argued. My mom never yelled. My mom literally never raised her voice. By the way, one they, time. Just, they have the most beautiful and awesome mother you can possibly imagine. <laughs> she is pretty awesome. She's awesome. We were up till three in the morning, I think. We were, yeah. And she was just talking your head off. Yeah, it was amazing. We just <laughs> had the greatest conversations. And I'm going to share some of that tonight because, well, we will, we'll talk about it tonight. Yeah. Because it's, it's your thing anyway because it's all about currency. Oh yeah. yeah gold and silver. Yeah. yeah it's awesome. It, so, it's so, so my mom never raised her voice and she was always very, 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 very peaceful. And so there, um, the only place that this got in was with my dad. And you guys need to understand something that when you, you know, we talk about, okay, if you look at pornography, you're letting demons in your house. 
that to me, that's kind of a no brainer. It's not for everybody, but it is. And you need to know that that's true. But when you argue, you're letting them in as well, right? Mm -hmm. The anger of man cannot work the righteousness of God. And so that's why when, when I was growing up, people always came into our house. They're like, it's so peaceful here. Cause my mom never let any, anything in. Um, but for me, I, I didn't always have that peace. It I was surrounded in it, but it was always bubbling up from within me. And so I've had to work through like repenting and rebuking the curses that come out of my mouth in my own house, because there's four other people that live here. And if I'm going to be speaking curses into this home, then I am essentially bringing violence into the house. That's so good. I mean, because we just don't value words that much. Right. Because words, words are, um, you know, life and death are in the power of the sword. No, no the tongue. Words have the power of life and death. The life and death are in the power of the tongue. Okay. And so, no, we, that's, that was kind of my sarcasm. Like everybody says it's got to be life and death in the power of the sword or the gun. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's in the tongue. It's in the tongue. And we can lift people up or we can tear them down. And I'll, and I'll, and I, and I'm hoping that this resonates with a lot of you guys because you're going to need to go through some inner healing on this. But I, I know that a lot of you feel the same way. I can lift up the lady at the grocery store. I can lift up my best friends. I can treat every, I can pour into them and I can lift them up like nobody's business. I can love on them. And yet when it comes to my own mom and my own sister, um, they're the ones that you don't lift up. So we're going to save the whole confession for later. But I got close at Bars Fest. Mm-hmm. And it's as close as I could take it. I took it to the line. Right. And it, it has the, uh, it's just a trauma that happened a long time ago. Right. And I have carried this and carried this and carried this. And um, it is a really, it just, man, it burns at you. Right. Until you finally come to the point where you say, okay, Lord, whatever the cost, I put myself before the throne, let it be done. Right. I, you know, when, when you do that and God listens mm-hmm. and so we backtrack in time and just to, um, be, I'm going to just touch on what you were hitting on Sunday. We had that blessing given after baptism. Right. And I found myself in this place of a very significant place for Michelle and Leah. And then suddenly as I leave, so I, and this is the part of the story This I haven't really told much, but when I left Madeline Farms. And I didn't know where I was going. Yeah. I had just been told, and it, the word was leave under the cover of darkness. So I did, and I didn't understand that, but I did in a minute. I started driving out and my GPS wouldn't work. Right. There was no signal. I could, I could not get the thing to load. And I opened up my Atlas. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even, I, it was, it just didn't, nothing was working. So I just looked at my tank and I said, three quarters of a tank, I'll drive country roads until I find a road. And I can remember most of the way in, I'm not dumb, with mapping. I mean, I'm pretty good with land navigation, but the point is it's a disorientating thing when you've been there for a week, then you pull out in darkness and you don't have an azimuth. Okay. So, I mean, I have a hard compass in my, but I just like, okay, let's drive. So I drove and drove and drove. And then I arrive at this, uh, the real two lane road, the highway. And finally I get a signal and I pulled over and I put in one direction and I ended up, the Lord says, go to Louisville. So I'm like, all right, Lord, we'll go to Louisville. So I spent the next hour talking to my parents. So I hadn't talked to her for a week. We had a great conversation. Catching I love it. your parents, by the way. Oh, I'm I had a chance them. to meet them on the phone last night. They're awesome. And they love you guys. It's <laughs> awesome. 
There's a, there's a whole lot of love flowing here this morning, Patriots. Let me tell you, this is pretty good. And it is true. So I, I and I'm just, you know, just sharing the story of listening to the Lord. And I, I drove up and I was, I got about, I don't know, it was about two miles from the hotel. And I said, hey, mom and dad, I'll, I'll check with you tomorrow. Uh, they were in tears over the stories, you know, and, and you could just tell the power of the Holy Spirit moving. And I'm, I'm literally making the turn and I, there's a grocery store and I know I'm going to a residence in, so obviously I'm going to want to get a few things like, remember I'm carnivore diet because I'm like eating flesh all the time for those vegetarians. And um, we have chicken in the fridge for you. For they have the best chicken ever. It's all, I, I'm not kidding you. I've never had chicken as good as I had last night. Oh, come my, on. I'm not kidding. I'm serious. It is pretty good. It is good. So, and I pull in the parking lot and Lord says, call Michelle. I said, hey, what do you think? Because I'm only at this point a little ways away from you. And I'm like, what do you think if I drove up? And she's like, like, are you kidding me? Of course, get up here. And it was, that was the door that opened that last night we had an incredible night and we're just cranking on it. If you haven't heard the show last night, by the way, Fisher's last night didn't air because I think people were kind of surprised, but guys, we did a four hour show. How last can night. you be surprised guys? I mean, come on, give this man a rest. No, and no, there was it's like a, Christine has 10 kids and then, then they're like, Hey, you got 10 more. <laughs> give the body a rest. So I needed to sleep. Let's put it like that. And so we had a fantastic show. And if you haven't listened to it, I know it's a long show, very much longer than we normally do, but there is so much information in that show last night. We just we went through deliverance. We went through the whole concept of speaking in tongues. We just laid it out. And Leah did a fantastic she job. She did, yeah. That's her wheelhouse. It is. And, and the show is a flow that was just so natural because it was you and Leah, and then Leah and I, and then you and I. It was just really cool and all three of us. So we finished the show and we have a fantastic evening last night. And we're all tired, but we're just... Scott yeah. literally fell asleep while we were talking to him. Yeah. And we did. all, we did one of those like looking at each other and laughing. Yeah. While you like fell asleep on the couch. I do that once in a while. <laughs> I was exhausted. It was like two in the morning or something like that. All right. So as we're leaving. Hang on. Before you get to there, yeah. I want to, God spoke to me something. You go back to the GPS. Yeah. Before you even said it, God literally spoke to me and he said, God protects Scott. Oh, GPS. Uh, oh, nice. God protects Scott. Very nice. That's a good word for today. Thank okay, you. back back to the Oh, and by the way, that whole piece there, just so I say what God said afterwards, he said, you had to drive by faith. Yeah, that's exactly which is, right. Which is so true. Which is God protects. You want my GPS, from now on you say, my GPS is God protects Scott. So it is It is absolutely correct. So we, we finished the evening. You know, this is the coolest morning show we have done ever here. I just want you to know that. <laughs> that's awesome. I think, I think we're going to have to talk about making this a weekly. <laughs> Lord, make it possible. <laughs> I'm, not sure I, I'm not sure I can handle a morning show, but okay. Oh, uh, we'll talk about it. We'll see. We'll see what we can do. All right. So anyway, I don't do people in the morning. I do. I, I watch dogs. So I like people as a I, whole nother level. I have a mic in my car that attaches to your phone. You can walk and talk. Oh wow. Yeah. Seriously. Okay. We'll talk about it. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that I don't love the Patriots here. I love you guys. It's a, it's a, this is a wonderful show. I'm excited to be here. This is a really good show though. It is. So we get last night and we get to a place. I mean, this is like me bearing witness here. Just so be, be clear. You know, I don't, I do this, but this is really deep and um, time to go. Michelle's like, I'm walking you out to your Jeep. So I, we walk out and Leah's out there walking the dogs putting them out and letting them do their thing at the night before they go yeah. to bed. And Leah's literally in war mode. You can see it all over Oh, her man. Face. I mean, like, it's, and I know, I mean, beyond just spiritual, I mean, I've seen this mode. I've been in it. Like, when you're focused on battle and she right. is there and she's like, and Michelle and I are laughing and joking. And, and she's like, no, guys, this, this is, is not a real deal. This, this is, is not a joke. joke. This is not a joke. This is a real deal. 
And I'll spare the details of some of that conversation, but Leah then does a prayer to close out the night. And the prayer is personal to me and to someone else, and it relates to childhood trauma. And I can start feeling it in my gut. Right. And you saw it, and I start getting angry. And I put my hand on your shoulder. You did, because I'm like, kind of calm it down. The rage is coming up, and I mean, I mean, we're laughing and joking in one minute, and the next minute, like I'm boiling, and I'm, and it suddenly just blows up, and I, I, I couldn't get. I mean, I'm like, can't I can hardly stand. And I'm like, Scott, this is dumb. Stop. Right. Right. I'm just like, I've got my rational mind, which I call my God mind. Right. And then you have your devil mind, you know, the, the, the earthly mind that is like raging. And it was actually deeper than that because your earthly mind is fine. You're right. It's the broken part of you yeah, very that's good. raging. Yeah, it's true. And and I mean, it's it's raging. And so I, I we say goodnight, I get in the Jeep and I'm just, I and I step in the Jeep and there's this, I mean, I'm literally hanging onto the steering wheel because there's this desire. It's like step on the gas and drive and get out of here. Yeah. And I'm breathing and I'm like, this, this doesn't happen. And Beatrice know me. I mean, I'm solid. I mean, I'm not trying to brag, but you don't get a special forces beret given to you for a guy that would run from a fight. That's just the honest thing, right? Exactly. I mean, and I and they guys know me. I mean, I don't run from; I run to. Even and I even when I had a camera, someone shoots at me. I'm like, screw you! I'm running at the guns. You know what the difference is? It's defending someone else versus yourself. Very good. And boy, that's a word too, because that was given to me. Remember, um, John gave it to me. He says, Scott, it's time for you to pray to Father for the full body healing. He did. Because you are not asking for that. You're giving it to others. Right. So, but you can't help them until you get fully healed. Correct. That's the piece. And so we get, and Patriots, I just want to show you how rapid this moves. And I'm just full testimony here. I went from joy, laughing, happy, to within minutes by the time that the Airbnb I'm staying at is only five minutes down the road. No, it's like two seconds if you're driving. It's five minute walk. Five minute walk. By the time I step into the Airbnb, I'm as I'm driving, here's what hits me. Thoughts of suicide. Mm. I mean, it's just rage. I'm like, where did this come from? And I'm hearing it like, end your life, end your life. And then it's like the the thought of just racing away. And then the voice comes in. It starts telling me, it's it's speaking. It's like, you just got set up. Michelle and Leah mm-hmm. have no interest in, in being your sisters. They're just here to do their thing and then and then they're going to be out of your life. Right. And that, just so you know, I mean, I, I'm that's one of those things of losing friends is deep and painful to me. Yeah, it's, you know what it is, it's for Leah as well. Okay. I've not, I've, I've always been the one to walk away from friendships. Right. Because they've been toxic. Right. Um, but Leah has suffered the loss of friends. And, and I've lost it both personally, like one of my close friends, suicide, which was, that was dramatic. And, oh. and at the same time, just by virtue, like in 2017, I, mean, I watched when I got thrown in jail, I watched my mm-hmm. Rolodex go from like 150 down to three. I mean, seriously, I mean, those guys still stand with me, but it's amazing, or maybe five, but I mean, I literally just watched it shred. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of wounding there. And, um, oh my gosh, I mean, I, I sat there last night, you know, I texted you late and I was just like, and Michelle was so gracious. And we were all exhausted. We called, you called us right away. That's right, And we I did. prayed, and it calmed down a little bit. Yeah, you did. You're right, I did. I forgot about that. So we did, and we, we prayed it through. And then Michelle sent me a wonderful text, and just like, Scott, if you need to call me anytime tonight, just do, my phone's on. But I'm, I'm, I'm saying all this to you because this is something I would not have placed in the calculus of my walk. I'm confident, I'm solid, and I'm, I have 
I truly, like, I approach demons without any fear. I'll do the same downrange with guns. I, mm-hmm. I literally don't have that fear. Right. This one isn't the normal type of fear because it rips so deep within you and it comes out of the blind. And suddenly, I and I wrote you this, I had heard Michelle testifying to things before. It's like she said, she's like, if you knew how I treated Michelle, you wouldn't. You, you or wouldn't, Leah. Or Leah, I'm sorry. If you treated Leah, you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't trust me or love me. And I sat there and I wrote you that. I said, I cannot believe I'm saying this. I mean, my God mind's going, dude, yeah. you're saying the same stuff. And remember, Leah said the same thing right. as well. Right. When yeah. she was talking about the way that she's repressed my gifts or not nurtured them or right. whatever. So there's the, the whole point of this is the devil works through shaming. That's exactly right. Right. And this is where the, when we talk, and again, if you have a chance to listen to last night's show, I understand it's long, but find some time, patriots, because we get into the whole concept of deliverance and the depths of what it really is. And, you know, typically we get here, you're going to be like, oh, dude, I need a counselor. I got to go lay on a bed. I got to take some drugs. That's the devil's trap. Man. Yeah. This is literally God in the process. So I'm pretty excited. I wasn't excited this morning, but I am now. I, I came in, uh, we have the studio set up in Michelle and Leah's studio. So I've got my studio set up, my stuff set up in their studio. Literally right across from our studio. Right. So it's really awesome. And all the shows the next few days are going to be with us together. So, right. you know. And we have a dog snoring at our feet. If it, you're occasionally hearing a little rumbling there. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Springer Spaniel. So I come in to sit down in the studio and I'm just like, I got to get the show going. And Michelle walks down in the studio. What she was like, the first thing I said to you? She, walls down because you looked at me and it was literally like you literally had about four of them up when oh, you looked at me four i think i had like super shields up. <laughs> you did. and she comes over she just gives me a big old hug and i mean it's just like and so i i want to kind of cap it in there and we're going to roll under prayer brad cummings gave me a word before deliverance started and he said scott i i know speaking in tongues is good but never forget the power of a hug and telling somebody you love them. Right. And when somebody does that, we are a physical contact beings. Leah said it last night. You said it last night. Everything changed. Right. Just instantly. So. And then I, ta- I started praying in the spirit. You did. You started praying in the spirit, which was wonderful. So. So I want to hit something real quick before we go. You know, Pat, I heard on Monday night, guys, on the Kingdom Roundtable on Rumble, we were telling a bunch of testimonies from Bard's Fest with Corey Gray and, and Dr. Reverend Dad, Jason Heidinger. And Jason said something that was really, really powerful. The difference between guilt and shame. Oh, so this is good. So people don't really know the difference between guilt and shame. You can feel God will convict us. Guilt is not a bad, if you actually have done something wrong, guilt's not a bad feeling, right? I've done something wrong. You feel guilty. That's conviction. The devil shames. God will never shame you. There you go. Okay. Shame. Shame is because, and here's, here's, here's why this is really important. If you are not in Christ, you will feel shame and you should feel ashamed. Okay. When you, when you're not in Christ, but as soon as you feel guilty for something and you repent, right, that shame is a tool that the devil uses to keep you from moving forward because you're not now renewed in Christ because Christ comes to cover that sin and the guilt should go as well. But shame is a tool that the devil uses to keep us hidden in the darkness so that we will not speak. Oh, that's so good. You would not believe the wisdom these two beautiful ladies have. And, um, you know, I, I'm blessed to have you in my life. 
both of you. Um, there is such an amplification of the female in the Holy Spirit that comes through. And it's something that most people who walk in the warrior space lack. Right. And um, it's, it's I, I'm just going to say this, Patriots, it's, I guarantee you it's going to be a wild day. And I guarantee you it's going to be a wild day. It's going to be a wild few, few days. It's yeah. going to be a and, and, and on a serious note, yeah. um, I want you guys to be praying for Scott because God's about to heal up something that's been there for decades. Yeah. And, uh, and this is, this is, you know, when you watch a movie or something like that and like a bullet has to be taken out and like, there's no anesthetic, they've got to like take a hot knife in or a doctor has to reset a bone and they've got to put the wood in their mouth or whatever. Like <laughs> literally that's what you're about to go through. I have my wood spoon. You do. I'm going to chew on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and when you come out on the other side, everything's going to be different. And see, here's the thing. And I need to, this is what. I had Brian, Brian and Alicia call me this morning. Right. And Brian, had, that's remember last night on the call when, after the show? Yeah. Or before whatever we were. And Brian said he started to tell a story. And mm -hmm. He goes, oh, I don't have time right now. So he, he, I kind of told him what, what I'm faced with today in the next few days. And he's like, now I know I didn't tell you the story. So he shared that story with me. Yeah. Which all had to do with me. It was a dream. And when you start to have, you have to have people around you. All right. I mean, I've, I've done a ton of self-deliverance. I've been very successful at it. And it was one of my, one of my standing statements to God that in order for me mm -hmm. to be effective, I have to know how to do it on myself. Mm -hmm. But there is a place where we need to go. And, you know, it's not like it, everybody has it somewhere. Right. And, it, and by the way, it, it's different yeah. forms, but it's something we hang on to that when we finally let go. Right. The gift that's given is the glory of the Holy Spirit. I know that's coming, but the part I'm getting to is it is a wall. When those walls go up inside, it's the devil screaming because he does not want you to set you free. That's right. And the, the things that go on in your head are insane. I mean, it's like you go straight up schizophrenic, neurotic, and, yeah. and it's... It, the, it's it's going to, sometimes with some people, this is why there's the confusion between the demonic and fractured minds. Yes. Because it, 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 it makes you go so crazy. You Somebody on the outside looking in would go, well, that's got to be demonic. No. When your mind is shattered, as it's being repaired, it's going to go through the, the it's the reverse process mm -hmm. of a shattering. But it feels to the brain doesn't know the difference. This is just pain as it's going back together. So I'm, there's something God just gave me, and, and I, I, I think it's the, it's the fruit that sits on the other side. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, it, there is something coming for the three of us in a level of deliverance ministry that we've never imagined mm -hmm. to bring that freedom and joy to as many people that need it. Right. Patriots, so, we're coming for you. Yeah, we are. We're coming. And, and by the time, and this is good. All right. I'm going to start the prayer. I want you to finish the prayer today. Okay. Okay. So, all right, Patriots, let's, let's, um, we're going to close out with prayer. Father, man, this, the things that we face and the honesty that it requires in the walk in the kingdom is sometimes as painful as we can ever imagine. To bear our, bear witness to the things that have been done and the guilt that we carry sometimes seems greater than the life that we have. So, Father, today my prayer is personal to everybody. No matter your weight and no matter your burden, to remember that Jesus forgives. And that truly what was 
done on the cross was to break those chains and bonds and to release us from that burden of truly what is Satan's lair. Mm. Father, my prayer as well is for everyone who's listening to have the blessings and the give the blessings of having great people around them. Wise counsel. You have blessed me beyond measure. And I'm so deeply humbled. You have given me a nation of people that listen to your words every day as me as the steward. You have given me a fellow tribe of warriors that stand at my side. You've given me advisors, almost in a parental type. And I'm speaking specifically of Alicia and, and Brian. And you have given me two sisters that I never thought I would have that have the heart of gold and the love of kingdom so deep within them that they're truly able to guide a brother through a dark moment to a greater understanding of love. So Father, my blessing, my prayer today is a blessing for all to have the same of whatever form that it takes, to be able now to release the pasts, to be able to step into the new, to truly be the true sense of being reborn in the body of Christ and to experience the love and the flow, the glory, and the true love and passion that you have for all of us. I know from what you've been dropping to me in the last few hours, you're giving me glimpses of what awaits on the other side. It is a fruit greater and more rich in flavor, color, and texture than I had ever thought possible, and I thought I knew you. And yet I know what's about to happen is I'm going to get to know you deeper. Forgive me for my past. And I say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I want you to add something to that. Okay. Allow me to forgive myself. And Father God, allow me to forgive myself. Amen. Um, I've got more of a word than a prayer. Um, as you were talking, the Lord showed me, Scott, that you have been in a jungle seeking a tree of life. And I literally see that you have found this tree. You're going to find the tree fully. And I just see you and there's a giant line of people and you are just taken and passing these giant, like almost not quite like soccer ball size pieces of orange fruit. And you're just handing them and they're and you're handing them and they just keep coming and coming and coming and coming. And so if you guys are listening today, and you're thinking, that's for me, but I don't have somebody. The word that the Lord spoke to me is you do, and his name is Scott Kesterson. You do. You are not alone. So Scott has us, and you have Scott, which means you don't just have Scott, but you have us, and you have the great cloud of witnesses. So all of Bard's nation, hear me loud and clear. This that Scott is about to go through is not just for Scott. It's for you. So it is very important going into these next few days that you hold up his arms like Aaron did Moses, because he's going to take you into the promised land. This is a prophetic word that I'm speaking out right now. So I want you to hear this because I know when the Lord is speaking and I'm in it right now. You are going to take these people into the promised land and you are literally holding up your arms for the waters to spread for them to walk across dry land into healing. And you know, and I know that when we walk into this healing, 
then the waters, guys, listen to me. This is a prophetic word. And this is for you too, Scott. The waters are going to cover the chariots behind us because they are chasing and they are running fast. And we feel flight or fight, fight or flight. We are backed into a corner and there's nothing but Egypt behind us, chasing us like they're going to kill us and water in front of us. And where do we go? We only have the miraculous ahead. That's the only choice. And that's where we're at. And, and Scott is going to walk you guys through this. That's why he does this. This is why he's getting his healing. I can tell you right now, if Scott did not have this show, he would probably go the rest of his life and just keep this buried because it's too painful. Yeah. But he's going to do it for you guys and he's going to do it for the glory of the kingdom of God. So you need to be lifting him up in prayer and you need to know that you are not alone. This voice that comes and talks to you is a audible representation of the Holy Spirit. And so we, I want you guys to do something. Find some elevation worship, whatever. I don't care what it is. Just find some really good worship music. And over the next four or five days, just play that worship music in your house for your family and just start talking to God and allow the whole, invite the Holy Spirit and just say, welcome Holy Spirit. I want you in my house. I want you in my home. I want you in my atmosphere. Because when you allow the Holy Spirit to come in, things are going to come to the surface and do not run from them. Don't run from the pain. Don't run from the memories. Allow them to come to the surface and allow Jesus to take them and heal him. And we are going to walk forward and Scott's going to go through this. And then I, I truly feel, this is a prophetic word, you are going to continue in these shows, um, probably in the morning shows for a while, to walk people through their own inner healing. This is, this is another prophetic word, subject by subject. Everybody's got trauma in different areas, whether you were molested as a child, um, whether your husband was abusive, whether you have a porn addiction, uh, whatever it is, maybe you didn't have a dad, maybe you didn't have a mom. And each show, I feel like God's going to take you and you're going to focus on one area because it's going to hit and you're going to hit them all. That resonates so well. And that's the word. <laughs> I love you, Michelle. I love you, Scott Kesterson. Patriots, thank you. Thank you. It's, it, those are those words don't say enough. But thank you. <clears throat> We'll be in tonight. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. <clears throat> always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war, and we are. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, we've got... The Bright Dion Show this afternoon and 5 p.m. 5 p.m. We're going to be there. And then we've got tonight's Bards FM. And um, we'll see about Fishers probably, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm on East Coast. Give me a break. I'm like, it's it, when I do Fishers, I'm like two in the morning by the time it finishes. So right. we'll, we'll figure it out. Patriots, thank you. Spread some love. Give people a hug. Have a blessed day. Until then or until the next time. Let me have it. Out for now. <laughs> She's got it. All right. God bless you. Talk to you soon. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty.
every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. 
We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.